Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me, I've got Michael. Say hey, Michael. Hello. And this week, we are sitting down to talk about everybody's favorite matriarch, Maggie Horton Kiriakis. Suzanne Rogers just celebrated her 50th anniversary on Days, and we here at Soap Dish Salem Style felt that that is a a milestone that needed to be recognized. So we thought we would sit down and discuss some of our favorite Aunt Maggie moments. So, Michael, I'm going to start with you. Is there a particular scene of Aunt Maggie's that you love? Um, it would have to be, now, I'm pulling, going back into my way back childhood years, um, my earliest remembrance of Aunt Maggie, I don't know if it was a Christmas party or some kind of party, but she was leading the bunny hop, and I just so happened to remember that dress and her slit going all the way up to her hips, and that is one of my earliest memories of Aunt Maggie, um, the second earliest would have to be when she was buried alive by Vivian. Oh, God, I'm sorry that that's one of your earlier memories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't good, but that's my earliest memory. Um, my earliest memories of Maggie are her and Alice. Just her always being a support person for Alice, I particularly loved how they had Maggie as her caretaker towards the end of her life. Yes. Like the, the beginning part of Alice's death, the center was on on Maggie, and I loved that. Um, I loved Maggie in the caring, m- mothering role. You know, she had that role with Lucas because she was Lucas's sponsor. She had that role with Brady. She's had that role with Melanie. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, Melanie did and, not And become... Jennifer, let's be clear. Oh, and Jennifer, and Jennifer. And I think one of my favorite behind-the-scenes memories, Um, they talked about this, I think, on the 40th anniversary Soap Talk special. Um, Missy Reeves mentioned this. She said that whenever she and Suzanne used to film scenes together, like right before they would call action, Suzanne would just kind of give her a little head massage and she would like forget all of her dialogue right before they have to film. And I just think that's just so cute and just so quintessentially Maggie in a sense. Um, And I think a couple of the moments that I love that I didn't necessarily get to see live, but um, I've gone back and seen like the red shoes is a classic iconic moment. Yes. I will cry every time I see that flashback. Does not matter. I will cry every single time. Is there a particular Maggie story that you loved? Um the Maggie and Neil affair. Um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of my fave too to be honest. I will stand 10 toes down on the fact that Maggie and Neil should have ended up together. And it's so funny. I had known that affair was going to happen because I was I was looking. I think I was looking up something else. I was looking up to see something else because there was something I wasn't enjoying, and I wanted to know when there was an end in sight. And in the process of looking that up, I had come across a recap that said that Maggie and Neil had started having an affair, and it was like a 
I think I was like a year before it was set. I was a year prior. So I was very confused because where I was watching at the time, Mickey and Maggie were solid. So I didn't understand how we got there. And then as I'm watching, not only do I understand why she's having the affair, I'm rooting for the affair. Yes. And I know that's a very unpopular opinion to all today's watchers. Um, go back and rewatch it. That that is my suggestion to you guys. Go back and rewatch it and watch it with a newer mindset. Um, I don't know if the affair was the issue. I think a lot of people took issue with Neil being Sarah's father. Which fair, because that that story is kind of cr- cringe. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? What else? I would have to say another favorite Maggie storyline is her return from Melisle. Oh, see? Okay, I loved her initial return, but I hated all of that shit with Bonnie. Hated it. Yeah, it kind of went off the rails and went into like a farce type deal when it didn't have to be that way. It really didn't. Oh, what's um, some other good Maggie story? Wise? I also I did enjoy her myasthenia gravis story, uh, that they, you know, gave Maggie the same thing that Suzanne in real life actually deals with. Yes, um, I didn't see that story. I didn't see it. Was it any good? I enjoyed it. Um, Daniel had a lot to do with it, so I don't know if it is well loved among a lot of Days fans because. Most things having to do with Daniel Jonas are not. Um, I also enjoyed um, when they kind of redid Maggie's paralysis after she fell down the stairs, and Damos yeah, had and well, Damos had po- Damos had poisoned her, and then um, in order to save her, Victor signed over his house to Damos. Yes, um, this isn't really a Aunt Maggie's story, but another favorite moment of mine is when she realized that Parker was her grandson. Oh, yeah, that was good. I also did enjoy the part that she played in the Daniel-Chloe affair because she found out that Chloe was cheating on Lucas and, like, she kept popping up and, and like, begging Chloe to tell Lucas the truth. I vaguely remember that. My goodness. It's been that long. I also I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I miss Maggie as a restaurateur. Maggie yes, got but Maggie got the- to be in all the action when she ran Tuscany and Sheru. She got to interact with the entire town, got to commentate on different things that were happening. She doesn't but get I, to I do that say, as much now. Even if they did do that now, it it wouldn't be the same. Like probably not. Because let's be clear, characters don't interact like they used to twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Everyone's I hope that change is- once we get to the like once we get to the era where we're not in COVID bubbles anymore, which should be around material that was filmed in May. Um. I'm hoping that our universes get to expand a little bit because 
and this can segue us into actually discussing the episode itself the Maggie Julie scenes on Friday were so good well I'm, I'm gonna be real I, I have some complaints well it's only like two complaints the first complaint is I didn't need everyone else in that episode and it's just as simple as that. I didn't need everybody else in that episode. Um, they could have easily just split it half and half between Maggie and Julie versus Justin and Bonnie because all the extra stuff was not needed and it kind of took away from the 50th episode by. How did you feel about them tying it into Victor? I have mixed feelings about it, um, mainly because it was a good way to segue to Maggie history and Maggie memories and all those flashbacks. But it, it was a little much to try to juggle, if that makes sense. Yeah, Dave has this weird habit of celebrating anniversaries with killing people, and it's just bizarre. We're turning 50. Let's have a serial killer. Bill Hayes has been on the show 50 years. Let's kill Bill Horton. It, yeah, it, it 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 was very, I don't want to say weird because, you know, John Anderson actually died and, you know, it was about time that they actually did the memorial and his death and everything. I just felt as if one was overshadowing the other. Yeah. To the point of you didn't know what to focus on. Were we celebrating the 50th anniversary or are we mourning Victor's death? I just felt like there could have been an easier transition. Honestly, honestly had, I don't disagree Victor with you. died a week before and then we did the 50th anniversary, it would have jailed well better and it would have been a bunch of leeway to that. But trying to do it all within the same week just came off very, it, it was all too much to focus on. Way too much. And honestly, I think it would have been better if the focus hadn't just been on Maggie and her romantic life. Like, let her grieving Victor be what leads into the flashbacks, but then have Sarah with her bring back Melissa and give us full you know give us a full hour of Maggie Marlena should have been there and that's another reason why I feel like it could have spaced out Victor's death and the 50th anniversary because we've had we've had a bunch of returns locked in like we have Sonny coming back we have Teresa coming back who else is coming back Philip. Um, Philip coming back so we have returns, but it's like, just like you say you want to see Melissa back and have all these different people come back. Yeah, that would have been nice, but now I know you blew all the money for Victor's memorial. And even so, Sarah was, in, was here. She was back. She was in the episode. I will be honest, and you're probably going to hate this because you love Bonnie, and I love her too now, but that Bonnie Maggie scene should have been Maggie and Sarah. 
You still could have had your shocking moment with Xander and Sarah at the end. Just have Xander be the one standing by the flat fireplace and Sarah coming into the room. Well, well, see, I feel as if you're right, but also I feel like that moment was needed to show the growth that we have between Bonnie and Maggie. Because that, that really wasn't did, that wasn't that needed really wasn't in that time. episode. Yeah, could you let me finish? Thanks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying because I'm agreeing. But I'm also saying that scene was needed. Was it needed at that time? No. Because yeah, and because just... that, that's kind of been a big elephant in the room for me. Bonnie just walking around Victor and Maggie's house, and we're not having the conversations of. Bonnie and Maggie have got are good now. You know what I mean. So it was needed in a sense, but wasn't needed for that episode. Absolutely not. They could have did that a few weeks before, or they could have done that right before. Just you know, right before Justin came in, like they're all standing there, and and she's just talking about how far they've come before they find out that Victor's plane is missing. Yeah, like it. It, it was very much a needed scene, but. Was it needed in this episode? No. Because there's so many more interactions they could have played off of with Maggie. Um, Brady and Maggie. They oh, I would have loved that. They could have had, had Lucas call. I was so happy we got the Lucas, the Lucas Maggie flashback for like 0.5 seconds. But when, first of all, I need to actually see Lucas finding out about Victor. So I wish we would have seen Lucas going to uh, Kate going to the prison to tell Lucas, and then Lucas calling Maggie. Um. Well, also I felt like it wasn't enough horns in this episode for it to be a uh, Maggie fiftieth anniversary. Unfortunately, there aren't that, which is another reason why she needed to be in scenes with Sarah. But I think bringing Sarah back, bringing Nathan back, bringing Melissa back, even just for this episode, would have grounded it. Julie did a great job, don't get me wrong. But I think also having Marlena there, too. Julie isn't the representative of the Horton family. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like they's themselves kind of painted themselves into that corner because we're back into the territory of Maggie doesn't interact with the Hortons anymore. There aren't that many Hortons left to interact with. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. And Julie's I, I, literally the only one. Well, well, let's be clear. Let's be really clear. And I know this is the Aunt Maggie episode, but I'm making a point here. All of the families feel disjointed. Let's be, except for the Damaris, weirdly, except for the Damaris. But we have a bunch of Bradys on canvas, but it doesn't feel like the Brady family is anywhere yeah. on screen. We have a lot of Horton relatives on screen, but it doesn't feel as if the Hortons are actually in Salem anymore. They Do really we, have- though? Because literally, like, the only Hortons that are in Salem now are Sarah, Sean, Julie, and Maggie. And Doug. And, and Doug. But, but that's literally it. That's not a lot. You're right. 
Because I'm, I'm trying to think, is there any like Allie's gone, Claire's gone, Hope's gone? Abby's gone, Laura's gone. Eli's gone. Yeah, there isn't any hoardings in town. They need to relieve I mean, that. How do you have your OG core family minuscule on your show? But anyways, we're, we're segueing. I, I, I just felt like we barely touched the surface on Aunt Maggie's hoarding side for the episode. And another thing, I really hate that we try to squeeze one fiftieth anniversary into one episode. If we were going to have it be, you know, Victor's home going slash Aunt Maggie's fiftieth, it should have been stretched out into a full week. And then had multiple hordings and Kiriakai Kiriakasis. Yeah, Kiriakasis. Yeah, Kiriakasis flying <laughs> in and paying tribute and sitting Shiva and mourning and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to balance it all out. But we, we've discussed our favorite memories. We've discussed the tribute itself. Why don't we look into Maggie Horton's future and discuss what we want to see for her? Um... Do not make her that widow who just doesn't remarry again. I don't want to see her remarry, but I would like to see Aunt Maggie with a man friend. No, I don't need that. Uh, Victor uh, uh, was Victor was her late in life love. I'm okay with her maybe going back to charity work at the hospital. She or... can do that while having a man, Tony. I don't, I don't really need to see it, to be honest. And okay, there that, isn't... That, that sounds like a personal preference. But oh, I, I just have a thing about old people. They just let old people wither up and die on these shows. And old people have more sex than me. So I, 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 I don't need to see her remarry, but I would like to see her with a nice male companion, a nice male friend. That she knows she, that she uses to fill her time. Okay, but we don't have anybody currently on Canvas that fits that description, nor do we, I think, have the budget to cast one, unfortunately. We don't have the budget for shit, and more new people come in every month. We're good. That yeah, unfortunately, young, not new, young new people cost less than old new people. I'm pretty sure there's somebody who wanted to start acting late in life who looking for a check. It's not hard to choose not to. Because I, I honestly, I can't see Maggie with anybody. I didn't think I could see her with anybody after Mickey died. And then Victor and Maggie happened. And I don't know that I could see her with anybody other than Victor. I, I think you're taking it to a serious point when I'm not trying. I just need her just to have a man friend. It don't have to be serious. Plenty of old people have man friends and women friends that they casually date just to pass the time. I mean, that you is know. true. Unfortunately, Days is not in a universe where casual dating is a thing. 
fair, fair, because <laughs> Chloe because went from roommate to fiance like I, in the month. Exactly. So, like, in the universe that Days currently exists in, where you date for five seconds and then you're cuffed, basically. Well, um, but again, whose fault is that? Because <laughs> because it's very true to life that you know people casually date but especially older people especially if they're widowed twice but yeah that's more of a day's issue than a what does anyone casually date on scopes anymore no it's all couples this Soaps are I you're either screwing all the time in lieu of dating, or or coupled up and in a long term relationship. Casual dating hasn't been a thing in I don't even know how long. But we are segueing way off the point, um, as we tend to do. For me, um, I don't know that I I don't know that I want Maggie to continue as CEO of Titan because the longer she's been in that role the less I think it suits her I think they're going to move her out of the CEO role I think she's going to end up being the owner of Titan I don't think Justin is going to hand the company off to anybody at this point not Justin Victor's going to hand that company off to anybody at this point because in the past few years, nobody has shown to be worthy of it. I'm very curious where Victor's will is going to play into all of this and like when the last time Victor updated his will. That was my big question as well. Because has has it hasn't been updated in the past five years. I feel like he may have updated it when he wanted to make Alex CEO and just didn't update it when he made Maggie CEO. So I feel like we're going to head into a place where Alex is going to be gifted Titan, but because of a non-compete clause that he signed in his contract, he can't leave basic black. Because remember when he signed the contract, he didn't actually read it. Well, basic black is the mayor. I know. That's why. That's why. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. So now it's now it's going to become a big issue because he signed a contract and didn't read it. He's like, I trust y'all and I keep waiting for that other shoe to drop and I feel like it's going to drop here. So I feel like Maggie may not be CEO anymore, which honestly I think will probably be for the best. I kind of want to see her back in a where she was she was running the volunteers at the hospital give her a board seat at titan maybe give her a board seat at the you know at the hospital put her put her in the middle of things again in a way that makes sense and doesn't have her so islanded yeah i think that might be a good idea where she has a majority of stake on the board to where she makes the lasting decisions but I can agree the CEO storyline has run its course at this point. But that's just me as well. 
So I, I, I'm looking for Maggie to kind of be back in the middle of things again, because since she's kind of been with Victor, they have kind of islanded her to the Kyriakis side of things. So I really want them to expand her universe again and put her in the, put her in the middle of things again and remind us that she's a fixture in Salem for a reason. Um, I would also like to see her potentially bring him back to Horton Center with what uh, other, other, uh, whatever money is left to her. Well, the which... Horton Center technically still exists, but I would be perfectly fine with her running it. Well, not even running it, just building a new building so we can actually see the Horton Center. Um, having people actually work in it because I've always felt like the way they backburned the Horton Center is weird to me. Yeah, and, and they honestly didn't start doing that until the Horton Town Square popped up. And I guess because you know we already had no, it was after that because the because Eric a lot of Eric and Nicole's stuff. After he left the, the priesthood, Center, was yeah. at the Horton Center, and Horton t- and was at was at the Horton Center, and the town square was already a thing for a couple years by then. So yeah, it, but I felt like the Horton Center gave them excuse, an excuse to kind of phase it out, if that makes sense, because it's like they show the Horton Town Square plaque every single day, so in their mindset they're thinking, oh well, we're showcasing Alice and Tom here. Instead of using the Horton Town, not Horton Town Square, the Horton Center, which is weird because there's a lot of store leeway that they can use with the Horton Center. So I would like to see them revamp that. I would love for Victor to like leave her like all of his properties and say that he has like there's like a building that he owns somewhere in town that she can revamp into the Horton Center. No, I do not need it to be renamed the Horton Kyriakis Center, by the way. Like, we do not need to memorialize Victor by attaching his name to a center like that because that just does not match who Victor is. So let's, you know, I just want it to be the Horton Center 2 or 3.0. I, I feel 0. like we don't have to do that with Victor because we have Titan and we have Dimension. Yeah. Also, can can we remake the mansion can 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 Maggie in her grief decide to um give the mansion a little bit of sprucing up? Can we go back to the blue motif that we had? Even if it's well, a see, short- I don't even I don't even mind the color. I just need it to be a little bit bigger. That family is too big to have that small of a living room. I hate the color. It's like fifty shades of baby shit. <laughs> I I need I need the blue motif like the like remember the the blue that we had when we had the big before they shrunk it down. Well, I, I'm used to the ugly color at this point. It's been like that for two years. I just need it bigger. I could care less about the color, honestly. I mean, it. I, I like when they revealed that Victor was dead. There's no reason why the living room looked full and there's four people there and it's a mansion. Yeah, even the actors hate working in that set because of how tiny it is. 
And I don't mind having the bigger Demera mansion because there are a lot of people in that house, but there are a lot of people in the Kiriakis house too. So we need, we need both mansions. If we can find a way to make that a thing, I say do it. We can have, we can have one less hotel. We can, we can get rid of the interchangeable hotel room and make a larger Kiriakis mansion and anchor set along with the Demera mansion. And then just. Especially considering everyone's moving out of those hotel rooms at this point. Yeah. The only people still staying in the hotel is Leo. Exactly. Are there any other final thoughts on Maggie before we wrap up this little impromptu episode? Um, Aunt Maggie is... I know a lot of people see days and think Marlena or Hope or Jennifer, but Aunt Maggie is days of our lives. Without Aunt Maggie, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have the show that we have today. Because Maggie and Julie ran so that your faves could fly. Um, Not only that, Aunt Maggie is a very pivotal character to me in a sense of Aunt Maggie represents something that is not only missing in soaps in general, but is missing in society today. And that is the theme of community. If Aunt Maggie let you into her heart or cared about you, there was nothing in this world that Aunt Maggie wouldn't do. A lot of people complain that Aunt Maggie, you know, steals people's kids or whatnot, but let's be really clear. When your faves were on adventures, whose house were they at? They were at Mickey and Maggie's house. When John was getting executed and he wanted time alone with Marlena, who did he send Belle and Brady to? Aunt Maggie and Aunt Maggie. We'll say I hate that we didn't actually see a lot of Mickey and Maggie's house for a lot of those years because, like, Mickey and Maggie would always go to other people's houses because their set kind of disappeared. Yeah, but she got a set after he died. But Aunt Maggie is just a sense of community and. I feel like that's missing in society today, but more specifically in soaps, where every soap that had a small town vibe where everyone knew each other needs to come back because that makes sense. That's how small towns work. And I don't know what it is about the past maybe decade or so, there's a missing sense of community. And to me, Aunt Maggie is one of those characters who reminds you of that community and reminds you of people being the pillar to everyone in the town. And that's my Aunt Maggie. And once Aunt Maggie leaves that show, I don't know if I would ever feel that sense of community again now that Alice is gone. She's the one last remaining member of the older set that really stands firm on that word community. Her so I really that's it. Yes. Yeah, so I really, really, really want the audience, the listeners, the viewers, all that stuff to 
really take these moments to appreciate Aunt Maggie because we don't have characters like that anymore. The quintessential town aunt who everyone goes to for guidance, goes to for love, and goes to for more support. So take, keep that in mind when y'all be yelling at my Aunt Maggie that she's in the way, and she's in the way because she's family with everyone. I think to to defend the arguments there, I think it wasn't so much that she, I think it was the fact that people's other relationships got put on hold in favor of their, particularly with Brady. Like we saw Brady with Maggie constantly, but we never saw Brady with his parents. Maggie was his sponsor. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't see her. He absolutely should. And their, their relationship was great, but he should also see his parents. Like and, and that's fine. That's great. That's wonderful. But if you've ever met an addict or an alcoholic, you know they talk to their sponsor daily. Y'all were making tits out of an ant bed. Hate to be that person, but you were, and that's okay. But I, I do, I do wish we would see Brady and Maggie's relationship more now, especially now. Especially now, considering. Let's be clear, Brady is supposed to be on the verge of a relapse. So I, I would like to see more of that. Honestly, truly, they should have played Maggie more when Lucas was going off the deep end. Yeah. Because that was it's, weird. it's weird to have Aunt Maggie be everyone's sponsor and then move her to only Kiriakis interactions only. Yeah, because I could I could have done with way less Maggie and Xander. To be honest, I mean because their yeah. his, their history is weird because they don't acknowledge it. Like Maggie, yes, Xander saved Maggie from an attempted suicide, but nobody talks about the fact that Xander is the entire reason she attempted suicide in the first damn place. Because that would mean talking about how Victor was involved in that as well. Yeah. So it's just... So that that's a case of, well, y'all shouldn't have wrote it. But going forward for Maggie, I just want all of her relationships respected and shown in a way that makes sense. I want Maggie used in a way that makes sense. And... I don't want Maggie to disappear just because Victor's gone. And that is yeah. low-key my fear. I, I don't think they would do that because that would mean having the Kyriakis walking around with no matriarch or patriarch to keep them grounded. I hope like, so. But... Like, I don't... That, that would be like never showcasing Julie... I, I, which I don't understand why they showcase Julie as the Horton matriarch because technically that's Aunt Maggie, but whatever floats their boat. But I don't see them just cutting Julie off if Doug dies because you know what I mean? That's the Horton matriarch to them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see where Maggie goes from here. But here is to hopefully another. I don't know. I would say we we don't got another fifty years. I don't even think the show has another fifty years, let alone Aunt Maggie. 
Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that. Hopefully, another ten years, fifteen years. Yeah, that sounds like a more. Yeah, that's reasonable. I, I think we can live with that realistic viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, so to another ten to fifteen years, Suzanne Rogers and Aunt Maggie. We love you. All right, we'll catch y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, you guys. <laughs>